Heather's Pin Wins. Welcome to Heather's Pin Wins with Food Apocalypse Now. I'm Chris, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Heather. Hi, say hi to everyone, Heather. Hi. I'm in the title. This is very scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't understand what it took to get Heather to do this because you're, you've are you always been kind of a behind-the-scenes person on Food Apocalypse. Now, from the time I started this, I had you proofreading my blogs. Uh, so any spelling mistakes that slip through the cracks, it's not my fault. Yeah, it's totally totally mine. I I, I take full responsibility. For <laughs> no, that. she she does a good job. She corrects my errors, and then I go back in and tinker more and put errors back into it that she never knows about. But no, she's uh, always been there. Uh, you know, proofreading, giving me ideas, and you know, when we started the uh, snack attack food series on YouTube and uh, the blog here, she's just been kind of behind the scenes filming things, giving me ideas, and I thought. What a perfect way to get her front and center on Food Apocalypse now than for us to do a podcast together because you you are always finding amazing things on Pinterest. Uh, you know, a lot of the dinners we have are based off of Pinterest recipes. And what kind of got you started uh, really diving into Pinterest and seeing if you could find, you know, things to make there? Uh, I think it was just, yeah, just looking for something different. Um, you get tired of making the same few meals and just trying to change it up a bit, trying to, you know, explore and find new things, branch out a bit. Yeah. And that's kind of what this podcast is going to be about. It's going to be about going over some of the, the amazing things Heather finds on Pinterest. And you don't always follow the recipes exactly. I know you kind of tweak things and, and curtail things to what you actually have in the kitchen. And as a... As somebody who's cooking, uh, how is it to be able to take something that somebody else has created as far as a recipe and then to be able to kind of make it your own? Uh, well, typically, for the most part, I do like to follow the recipe at least once. And maybe then the next time, if we're going to do it, then kind of see like maybe what we would, you know, what would work better. What's, uh, you know, like, oh, maybe it wasn't, you know, spicy enough or just was lacking something. And but um yeah, I, I mean, okay, no. no, but typically at least the first time we, I like to kind of stick to the recipe just to see, you know, like what the author of that recipe had in mind, had in mind for it. Yeah. Cause I know we've talked to, uh, after meals about, you know, what, what we liked about it, what we didn't like about it, what we would change about it. And, and that always gets me excited for the next time we have it because, you know, you're always, uh, you know, coming up with ideas of how you would do things. I'm always kind of putting in my suggestions of how flavors that I'd like to see in it and uh, and you know for all the recipes that you have done another time second a third fourth time because we've some of these recipes are kind of like staples now and you make them quite often and it's always interesting to see how they turn out the, the second or third time compared to the first time like when you followed it it followed the recipes exactly to a T it's always interesting to see how how much it's the same recipe, but how much it's just kind of amped up and taken to the next level. So on this episode of Heather's Pin Wins, we did a batch. Well, I say we. I mean, Heather. Did, yeah, she's shaking her head. Yeah, no, Heather, this was all on her. Uh, we went to a Memorial Day picnic and Heather decided that, you know, we should bring something and what to bring. Well, you decided on candied pecans. And anytime candy pecans are brought into the conversation, my ears perk up, my 
my salivary glands go into overdrive, my senses are anticipating that smell that you get from candy pecans, and I am at full attention. So when you told us we were doing, you were doing candy pecans, and we were taking those to this party, I was excited. And uh, you've kind of got a candy pecan recipe that you found on Pinterest that's kind of, you've done this uh, several times. For our wedding, you made a huge batch of candy yes. pecans. <laughs> they went over really well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my, very popular. My friend who invited us to their Memorial Day party, uh, they all loved them. And so we were like, well, let's let's do that again. You were like, you know, I, I got to do candy pecans because they love those so much. So where did you find this recipe on Pinterest? Who was, who was kind of the author of this recipe? So um, it came off of the website livewellbakeoften.com. Um, and I can't, I don't know if it was just knowing how much you enjoyed them, uh, like getting bag of the bag, bag of candy pecans at fair time. Uh, I think that was kind of what started me on this. I think I'm going to try to make those. Yeah, I, yeah, disclosure, I am a sucker for a bag of candy pecans. I don't care where it is. Probably the first time I tried them, uh, my mom got a bag at the fair and I, you know, I was a picky eater. I, I make no bones about it on any of these podcasts. I was a picky eater growing up. So there was a lot of things I hadn't tried. And my mom had a bag of candy pecans one time and I was a, a full grown adult. And she's like, here, you want to try these? I was like, yeah, you know, I started kind of getting into food and becoming quote unquote a foodie. And I was like, yeah, I want to try those. And I just fell in love with candy pecans. So yeah, anytime we go to a fair, I'm always looking for the candy pecan stand. I want to buy the biggest bag of candy pecans they have. I don't care what the price is. Name your price, double it, and that's what I'll pay for candy pecans. If, if I had a sign on me that said candy pecan sucker, that they could see me coming a mile away, candy pecan vendors from state fairs to county fairs all over the tri-state area would make a killing because I would pay any price. Uh, yeah, that's one of my favorite smells at the fair, the the roasted nuts, the candy pecans, that stand, you can usually smell it from 50 feet away, if not farther. It's just, ah, oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, that's one of the things I love about uh, this time. Well, yeah, this time of year uh, here, especially in Northwest Pennsylvania, there's tons of fairs and carnivals. And luckily we're going to start to get some of those back. But uh, yeah, that's that's one of my favorite things about fairs is that smell. Uh, candy pecans uh, is, is one of the most predominant smells, I think because of the cinnamon. And yeah. <laughs> and I, I know you love that smell just as much as I do. Yeah. In fact, if anyone knows where we can find a candle that smells like candy pecans, uh, please message Chris because I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> our, our house would smell like candy pecans oh. all the time. You would have to make them all the time because if I'm smelling candy pecans, I I need to then be able to procure some and uh, enjoy them. Ah, that's not, true. Not long after. That's true. Maybe this is a bad idea. N never mind. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, we talked about my first time trying candy pecans. When when was the first time you ever tried candy pecans? Um, that was actually probably because of you. I probably had them at some fair or festival that we were at because I, much like you, was a very picky child and would not have eaten any type of nuts whatsoever and would pick them out of any cookie if I found them or just refuse to eat whatever it was in general because there were nuts in it. So because of, uh, you know, you, you had kind of developed this taste for candy pecans and that you knew I loved them, you had the wherewithal to think that, you know, you could do these 
and one, save me a lot of money, and two, uh, win my heart with candy pecans. I mean, you already had my heart, but... That, did that seal the deal? That, that helped. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you decided to do this recipe and kind of give everybody a rundown of, of what is in the making of candy pecans. Okay, so it's actually a really simple recipe. It's not, there's not very many ingredients. It's not overly complicated. Um, and the basis of the, the recipe, and I always seem to double it because I'm always trying, I'm always making a large batch, it seems. So the basic recipe just calls for pecan halves, um, an egg, a little bit of water, sugar, cinnamon, salt, and that's, that's it. I mean, it's really simple. Yeah, and of course, we're going to have the, uh, the link to this recipe and this website in the description. So you can kind of go to that and get the exact recipe. I don't want to step on anybody's toes uh, about that, you know, because these uh, creators create these recipes and I want to send, uh, you know, anybody listening to that. But but yeah, that's that's really quite simple when you think about it. And of course you, you mix all that up and then you, you bake it. Yep, it bakes on um, a parchment lined baking sheet for just an hour, or 45 minutes. And you just need to stir it every 15 minutes or so. And you're, if you're doing it for nothing else, the ho- the smell of your house will be oh. the, amazing. I mean, it's... You made these uh. the other day and the house smelt heavenly. Uh, it's, yeah, it's kind of what I imagine heaven probably smells like. Candid pecans. Forget Kevin Costner. It doesn't smell like a cornfield. <laughs> it smells like candy pecans. <laughs> And of course, you you kind of tweak this recipe. Uh, tell everyone kind of what you did to to make this recipe your own. You added a little something to this. Yeah, I like to add a little bit of vanilla, like not a not a ton. I mean, I don't think we actually. I don't, I don't usually measure it. Just kind of a little splash of vanilla, and sometimes I will add more cinnamon than the recipe calls for because I love cinnamon. <laughs> she does love cinnamon. Uh, you know, any anything that has a, a cinnamon flavor to it, a cinnamon base. Uh, my wife loves it. Uh, ice cream. You know, we go to this one uh, ice cream shop, Casey's Ice Cream and Candies here locally uh, in in Meadville, Pennsylvania. And uh, you mix it up sometimes. But for the most part, it is their cinnamon bun ice cream uh, that you, you love. So what, what kind of started you loving cinnamon? Uh, I, I don't know. It's probably cinnamon sugar. It's that. I, I don't know. I've just yeah. always loved it, even as a kid, even if it was just something as simple as cinnamon sugar on toast. Yeah. Oh, my mom I mean... used to make that for us all the time <laughs> yeah. when we were kids. And yeah, it's just, I, I love cinnamon. Not Maybe not quite as, as hardcore as you do, because you really do love cinnamon. But yeah, that it is such a great smell. Uh, it's such a great taste. And yeah. Uh, I wondered if maybe you would add a little extra cinnamon yeah. into that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and, and that's one of the things I'm going to, I'm going to take one of these. We've got a, a, a small bowl of these candy pecans and uh, I'm going to kind of give my reaction right now. We won't be able to do this for every uh, Heather's Pinwin podcast because I can't have a bowl of, of whatever gnocchi or, or whatever <laughs> sitting in front of me, but, to, but these are quite handy to have in front of me to try. And yeah, first off, you get that cinnamon. It smells of cinnamon. You get the cinnamon taste. That cinnamon sugar mixture is just, it's divine. And you really do. You can taste some of that vanilla in there as well. It's not overpowering, but you get a hint of vanilla. And it's just, they're fantastic. I could sit there and eat these things all day long. 
I, I probably, I know I shouldn't. Heather's looking at me like, oh no, you ain't. She actually, <laughs> her eyes actually said it like that. And <laughs> I know I'm not going to eat all these, but I am going to have one more. And uh, they're just great. They're especially good when they're just out of the oven. Oh, that's the best. Yeah. They're so warm. She uh, sometimes, you remember in the movie A Christmas Story, when the dad is going to try and cut off a little piece of the Christmas turkey and the wife's smacking his hand, telling him he's going to get worms. Uh, that's that's kind of what Heather has to do when these things come out of the oven. Not because I'm going to get worms, but she is afraid I'm going to burn my mouth. <laughs> and, and she does smack me uh, ever so lovingly. Yes. <laughs> but... But anyway, these, uh, this definitely is a, a pin win. And like I said, you've made these multiple times and they're just as good every time. Do you ever contemplate, you know, is it going to be the same as last time? Um, you mean like as far as... Is it going to turn out as good? or Because I know when I make things, I'm like always worried that it's not going to be as good as the last time I do it. No, I mean, I think the only thing you have to worry about with this is if you um, aren't paying attention. Like, I know I we burnt, when we were doing so many, we did about um, eight pounds, I think, for the wedding. Because <laughs> <laughs> we did them in, in favors. Uh, we put them in little cups. And they were a huge hit um, and really easy to make. But I think our the only concern was the one batch, uh, I think, may have got left in for about 15 minutes too long. Because I got a little distracted. <laughs> You didn't and, have a lot going on that, at that time of yeah. life. <laughs> and they started to, to burn a little. So that'd be the only, because um, then, then that gives it a bitter taste. Yeah. So you don't want to, you just want to watch and just follow. Like I set a timer. I set two timers, actually, one on the oven and then one on my phone because you're supposed to stir them every 15 minutes. So I set the timer on the stove for the 45 minutes and then my own phone timer to remind me to stir them. Just in case I got a little sidetracked with something else. <laughs> that's a that's a good uh, suggestion because yeah, I know with, with with me and and cooking and baking, you know, you're you're left with some time sometimes, and you get distracted doing other things, and you kind of forget about what you should be paying attention to, whatever's in the oven or whatever's on the stove, and that's that is really a good tip to set the timer on the stove, but then use your phone timer as kind of an auxiliary to to give you those intervals of, of stirring and whatnot. But uh, uh, excellent, excellent pin win. And I am excited to talk about some more pin wins because uh, you've, you've racked up quite a list of uh, Pinterest recipes that we have just loved. And uh, I'm excited to talk about more of them. So uh, thank you for, thank you for finally, finally doing this. You're welcome. <laughs> It, it, it may be a, a one and done. We'll, we'll see. No, don't we'll, say it. Say it ain't so. <laughs> no, it's going to sound just fine. And uh, I'm excited to, to do this uh, a little more. You know, it, it's when I do a lot of these food apocalypse things, especially the videos and, and the podcasts, you know, you're always behind the scenes filming or, or whatever. But uh, it always feels like I'm just, it's just me prattling on for what seems like an eternity. And this this probably is not much different because I have talked a lot, but uh, it is nice to be able to, to interact, and especially with you who have been, you've been so integral in Foodpocalypse now from its inception, just never kind of front stage. 
And uh, I was glad that we were finally able to do this and uh, looking forward to many more podcasts with you. Oh. So until next time, uh, check out our website, foodpocalypsenow.com. You can also check out our uh, Snack Attack series on YouTube as we go over uh, some of my favorite snacks, some new snacks, different snacks. And uh, you can check that out on YouTube. Uh, check out our other podcast, the Foodpocalypse Now main podcast. We're going to have to come up with a different name for that now since we've got the Heather's Pinwind podcast from food apocalypse now it's it's a it's a very very uh technical stuff we're just gonna have to work out the weather twos and the wild force at some other time but check out the podcast check out the blog all that stuff on foodpocalypse